Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey everybody, welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, your host, founder of Build Short-Term Rental Wealth, the STR Wealth Conference, BillFaith.com. Com, Kiva Vacation Rentals, my own real estate uh, portfolio, amongst other things. Market my STR. I have six active businesses right now, and I have a very active family, and I'm on the road traveling a lot. I'm recording this at 7.30 at night because I'm heading out on an early flight tomorrow morning with Bria, my wife, and my designer uh, to meet one of uh, the members of my super team, John Hodge as we have a, uh, our first partnership, actually, um, a property under contract right now. So we're going down to lay the groundwork for design and budgeting and all that type of stuff. Then I'll be back. And then the next day, heading down to Gulf Shores, we'll be there for, I don't know, four or five days. Then we come back. Then I go to my lake house on Smith Lake, uh, like the first through the sixth of July, then I'm back for a day and a half. Then we go to our Montana property for like 10 days and we come back for like two or three days and we go to the Bahamas and school starts and soccer season starts. And I've got a boot camp with Avery Carl here, August 12th and 13th. And then I've got like four or five speaking engagements. Oh, I got to go to Chicago to speak on the 1st and 2nd of August before that. Then speaking engagements after that. So why do I tell you all this? Because Literally, you got to have your shit together if you want to manage your businesses, host your guests in the short-term rental business, and have a productive family life. You know, have a relationship with your spouse. I've made no bones about it that, you know, putting a life plan together uh, with my wife has been absolutely crucial to us defining our outcome. And that leads to really what's the first thing. How do I manage my, you know, my, my daily life? Number one, families first. A lot of people say that, and I, I wouldn't have said that the first 20 years of my entrepreneurial career. I put my business first. I thought I was doing the right thing. I didn't understand the sacrifices that I was making with my family when I thought I was doing the right thing as the, you know, the Tim Allen, the, the, the alpha male, you know, to be working in my business seven days a week, not having a vacation for five and a half years and trying to provide for my family. It's where a lot of us type A, um, you know, hardcore personalities, entrepreneurs, we, we don't really understand until we have this life moment. And so one of the things is really goal setting. And a lot of people talk about goal setting, but one of the things that I learned uh, from John Baird and a mentor that has had a profound impact on my life was as we set goals, we have to be able to keep score. 
So one of the things that I've learned is taking that big life goal, whatever that would be, you know, that could be being a great father, that could be a financial goal, it could be losing 100 pounds, whatever it is, and then being able to distill that down to making daily decisions, which is exactly why I built this. This is my success planner. And I built this for myself. And then I've actually used this and given this to my master, some of my mastermind members, um, you know, in other industries. I've never really used this because I ran out of copies, actually. It's my last uh, copy outside of myself in this industry. Uh, I plan on retooling this and then I will distribute this probably to my mastermind members and war room members to the super team, that type of stuff. But one of the things that's really important that I, I kind of want to start with you and just, I, I, I'm going to show you here, you can hear it on the podcast too. The number one thing is the key motivation. So once you write down some goals, what are your key motivations? So I typically write down three or four and I rank them in priority, right? And that's really important for me. And this is, once again, something that I had to learn. I didn't know this when I started. So what's the motivation to lose weight? You know, as an example, I'm on a weight loss journey now. I put on like 80 pounds during COVID. And right around the, I guess it's been about five weeks. So the middle of May, right around when I turned 50, May 11th, uh, my wife and I started doing keto. I started walking every day. It started with two miles. And now I'm up to five to six miles a day. Uh, I say that and I didn't walk today because we had thunderstorms outside all day. And that's an excuse. I literally can get done with this and go get on my Peloton or go get on my treadmill. And I'm going to make a commitment to myself. I am going to do that when I'm done with this podcast. But the motivations are, I just had a, a, a good friend pass away completely unexpectedly here in Nashville. Kerry Wu, God rest his soul. Um, a year and a half ago, one of a good friend from Indianapolis, KJ Carter, he was well overweight. He passed away due to congestive heart failure from COVID. Uh, and it was, there's no question it was because he was overweight. I'm not a doctor, but I'm not stupid. Um, I was diagnosed as a pre-diabetic, uh, about nine months ago and I've never been, I was 303 pounds. I've dropped 21 pounds in five weeks, uh, by just eating, changing diet and getting more active. I used to run 30 to 35 miles a week, run, not walk, uh, with my wife when I was around 220 pounds. So that's the goal is to get back to 220. But the motivation is to live longer, to be here for my family. It's not to look better. It's not to get summer fit. Those are all superficial things that really don't motivate me. Um, so those key motivations are critical. Then the next step here that you can see are the action steps. So if you've ever been to a boot camp or any small uh, event that I run a retreat or something like that, when we leave, there's action steps that we have to take. So anything that I'm trying to build in my life, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's building a business, whether it's priorities for a day or a week, what are my action steps to achieve those? That becomes really important. The other thing that you'll see here is when these are longer term goals, you can see that I've got right here, date accomplished. So this, once again, this is gonna distill down to how I manage my day. I'll get to that here in a second. But if I'm gonna set goals and I'm gonna set action steps, when am I gonna accomplish them? A lot of, a lot of people just leave these things open-ended, even in your day. And that's the problem with having a task list on a daily basis. You have 11 tasks to do, but you don't have them prioritized. You don't have them in order and you need to tackle them, number one. And, you know, Warren Buffett, I love Warren Buffett because he, he walks around with a little pad of paper like this and he'll write down priority number one on the left-hand side. He'll fold, fold it and have his ta all his tasks on the right-hand side. So that way he'll look at priority number one. And that's all that's written on this 
piece of paper. And until he completes it, that remains priority number one. As soon as that is completed, boom, he scratches that off, turns the, the, the book over, looks at prior, the task number two, pulls that over to the priority page, and that's priority number one. And then when he gets to task number four, he pulls it over to the left-hand side, and that's priority number one. There's not three priorities. There's not four. There's one priority. And then there's action steps behind that. So by having the date accomplished, I'm setting goals and keeping myself accountable. I'm going to bypass the reward at the bottom. Um, it's how you're going to celebrate. I do believe in celebrating small victories. Um, after I lost my first 10 pounds, uh, my wife and I were actually, we went to our favorite restaurant, Milos, down in South Beach and had some sushi. Didn't really break from diet. Didn't have any bread or anything crazy. Actually, I did have some bread down there. I think we did break it, but was still pretty restrictive on what I was doing. But at the bottom down here, you'll see the progress tracker. That's something that becomes really important for me in my day-to-day, -day, but also when I'm looking at long-term goals. Now, if I move this forward and you look at Wednesday here, you see something very similar. You see the top three priorities listed in priority of order of importance. But one thing that you don't really see most people talk about is I set a start time and a complete time. So I'm tracking how long this takes me to complete each task. Because most of our tasks that we do, doing payroll, taking the kids to school, working out, taking a shower, brushing our teeth, having a meeting, they're, they're redundant reoccurring tasks, right? So if you can figure out how long they really take you, then you can schedule down to the minute. And that's something that a, a friend and an influencer, Gary Vanderchuk does. He, he has sometimes two-minute meetings. I don't do that, but I get it down to five minutes. And one minute's a little bit insane. I can't really go that quickly. But for in five-minute increments is how I'm scheduling out my day on my calendar. I'm not rounding up to 30 if I'm having a 25-minute meeting. And many times I'll schedule 15-minute meetings. I'll schedule 20-minute meetings. I'll schedule 25-minute meetings because I'll go back and look at how long it takes me to complete tasks. And if I'm budgeting 30 minutes and I see that it's taking me an average of 15 or 16 or 17 or 18 minutes, and I'll move that down to a 20 minute uh, meeting. Then I do the other tasks. I do the same thing. But down here at the bottom, you can see really my biggest struggle was my biggest win was, and then I have notes here at the bottom, but also notice over here, I am rating myself on a daily basis for my goals, my productivity, my discipline, my leadership, my management. So I'm auditing myself and rating myself every single day. These are some things that really help me manage my day so I can take those big kind of blue ocean long-term goals and distill that down to decision-making. Now, getting to a calendar, um, I do everything on my phone. So I have actually color-coded uh, my calendar. So from 8 to 9.30 in the morning, it's blocked red. From noon to 1, it's blocked red. From 4 to 5 p.m., it's blocked red. Uh, noon to one is morning catch-up time. Four to 5 p.m. is afternoon catch-up time. Because inevitably, we never, at least if you live in the world that I live in, where you are taking phone call after phone call after phone call, um, I need time to catch up. If I have five Zooms in the morning, I'm inevitably going to be behind. So I'm going to try to stay on a little bit longer. I'm not, I shouldn't even say try. It just happens automatically to drive more value. For somebody, I'm not going to leave them hanging. So inevitably I'll get behind in my schedule and I need time to catch back up. That's also, if I am on time, that's my additional work time to where if I've only got one major task done that's not involved in phone calls or whatever that is, then I'm going to allocate that time uh, to be able to get ahead or to catch up. So that is blocked to where nobody can schedule a meeting. 
Um, really important. My personal life is all marked in blue. Um, those blocked out times are all marked in red. And then I have a different color uh, for each business that I'm going through and trying to, um, you know, work on. And I don't work on every business every day. I don't have to. I've, I've architected my life to where I don't have to do that. Uh, but the color coding makes it really easy for me to identify, uh, you know, what business that's going to be for and typically what task that's going to end up being that I need to execute uh, as well. So when I combine that with my planner on a daily basis, and don't get me wrong, um, you know, I've got my big life goals in here uh, as well. And, you know, I can kind of show you this right on the first page. So that's the first page of the my my three big life goals. And then, you know, when I flip over to the next page, I will do these three things this year to help me achieve my life goals. And then that's how I kind of create these big goals, the life goals. And what I'm going to do over the next uh, three years or 12 months. And then that's what distills down to daily uh, and weekly decisions. And, you know, if I, if I really opened up and showed you everything inside this planner, so there's a monthly calendar. Uh, that I use. And I love doing pen and paper. And then I'll write it down because that gives me much better retention value. But then I will transfer it into my phone uh, with the dates. But I will keep notes inside of this. And I should say, really, I'm doing this electronically on a spreadsheet because this is the last one of these uh, that I have. But for those of you that like planners and uh, like the structure that I'm talking about, hopefully within about four or five weeks, I will have a new one of these built for us as entrepreneurs in, in the uh, real estate investing realm. So hopefully this helps uh, with some of you. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM me, Bill Faith, that's F-A-E-T-H 73, Bill Faith 73 uh, on Instagram. And if this has created any value for you, it would mean the world to me if you would just take a second and share this, share the link with somebody that needs this. Um, it's something that has fundamentally changed my life. Another attribute I'll give to John Bairden. This is all tied into the life plan. Um, I wish I could do the life plan with you here. Uh, it's just there's no way in 10, 15 minutes that I can even make a dent, uh, unfortunately. But that, my friends, is how I manage my daily life uh, from a personal side to a business side, running six businesses uh, right now as well. Thanks for joining. We'll see you on the next episode of STR Unfiltered. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a hospitality.fm production.